This is not a test. Ron, where are you? Where is A.A. Ron right now? No A.A. Ron, huh? Well, you better be sick, dead, or mute, A.A. Ron. You done messed up, A.A. Ron! Have you ever had an interdimensional experience? <laughs> you want to meet the devil? We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the... Go, you know the... You know the thing. A new world order. I am Aaron Cole and welcome to the Cole Report. Hope everybody's having a fantastic day out there as always. Wow. Okay. I don't have anything to plug. Uh, quick housekeeping real fast. The show will no longer be aired on ATN.live. We went ahead and got rid of the, of airtime pro. That's what we use to go live. So if you're looking for the live show that used to be Monday, Wednesday, Friday at nine central PM, that's not there anymore. It's just the podcast for now. Eventually, we'll get into some video and stuff like that. But for now, it is just the podcast with no ads or anything like that. So I think most people will enjoy that aspect of it. So that will be cool. I really don't have anything to plug as far as donations or anything like that at the moment. But if you do go to ATN.Live and you want to donate there, please feel free to do that. Uh, Mostly, I guess one thing I can really plug is, hey, share out this show. Uh, leave it five stars wherever you can. That will be greatly appreciated. So that was quick and short. And now we got that out of the way. Let's get into some of the stuff I got prepared for today. I don't know how frequently I'll be doing podcasts, I guess, before we get into that. We'll just kind of see how the news goes. If there's something interesting, I'll pop on for a few minutes, do a quick podcast. Or if there's a bunch like today. We will go for for a while. With today's show, we're going to weave our way through some of the stuff that's been going on the last little bit here. And then we're going to end up at the January 6th stuff. So I think we have a very nice tangled web with everything to get us there. And the first place I would like to start is with with the grift. Oh, you gotta respect the grift. This dropped last week, around March 3rd, I believe. I heard Ben Shapiro give his timeline of how they did this at the the Daily Wire. Oh, God. And it is, it's so stupid. I mean, who cares what Hershey does? Does anyone have a trans person on there? I know I rail against that stuff all the time. I think it's stupid. I also think it's stupid, too, to be eating chocolate. I mean, come on guys, I'm a rat. It is, it's an, it's not a useful item. I can kind of understand what they did with the razors. If they were selling something else that people used all the time, something you actually need in your life. I could see there being a grift there, but chocolate and it's cringe and it's a grift. 
and this is all still for pre-order. Let's play the clip real quick. You've probably heard it, but I just need to hear it to get me angry again. Or not angry, but just just amazed at how how pity and how stupid people are. Ben Shapiro was saying they've already sold like tons of chocolate and shit. It's like, y'all don't even have this available yet. And people have already given them money. Supposedly they shot this. This whole idea came up in a couple hours. Got it filmed in a couple hours. By the next day, they were ready to roll with it. And people are buying it. I don't I don't understand myself. I mean, I'm jealous that I don't have the means of making this happen myself, I guess. But it is just next level stupidity. International Women's Day is upon us again. And I love an international woman. But our friends over at Hershey's, they don't even know what a woman is. They've hired a biological male to be the spokesperson for their Women's Day campaign. And they're calling that campaign, and I swear I'm not making this up, her, she, her, she. It's humiliating. And it's the reason that I'm launching Jeremy's Chocolate. We have two. It looks like at the end of it, there's like cum coming out of it. And it's not like there's even caramel in these chocolate bars that has nuts or no nuts. Yeah, so such, such a terrible logo in my opinion, but I'm, I'm nitpicking. Kinds. She, her, and he, him. One of them's got nuts. If you need me to tell you which one it is, keep giving your money to Hershey's. But if you're tired of giving your money to woke corporations that hate you, and you're looking- Don't give your money to anybody that's selling chocolate. Looking for a delicious chocolate bar from a company that actually wants your business? Head over to IHateHershey's.com and order Jeremy's chocolate today. Okay. They're putting their pronouns, they're putting their pronouns on chocolate. In a way, I feel like the left is kind of one in a way. Much call it like hims and hers or why, she, why the she, her and he, him on there. How about you just put nuts and no nuts on there? I, I feel like in a way what her, she did was kind of smart. I mean, it's caused a, a huge, a, a huge advertising blitz for itself in a way. Like you have them saying, I hate Hershey's.com. So just as much as it radicalizes the right, it's going to radicalize the left to go buy, <laughs> go buy a fucking chocolate you do not need. So at the end of the day, who really won this exchange? Nobody. Everybody has completely lost this exchange. It is stupid. It is pity. And now they have the conservatives putting their pronoun, putting pronouns on chocolate. So you know, take that for what you want to. If you bought it, <laughs> I'm sorry. You, in my opinion, you got, you got suckered into something right there. Moving on. I found this kind of interesting. There's not any actual audio for this. It's more of just, uh, this is, it's really fascinating to see this kind of thing. I think I've seen this in a movie before, maybe like one of the James Bond movies where they have these mirrors pointing at a singular solar collector and China's doing this. It's the first a hundred megawatt, I believe solar power plant. It uses 12,000 mirrors and is capable of producing energy through the night and day. And some dumbass woke <laughs> white dude is saying, we have solutions demand your government implement them. Do you know what this will do? 
to the environment, having these singular hotspots on the planet, that that's a way to me, it seems like to manipulate weather. Is there a useful production for this? I, I don't know. This seems very shady. There's engineers in here wearing helmets sitting at control panels, but it is China. So, you know, that's, you know, they're Chinese. Uh, this is China's first 100 megawatt solar plant has started generating electricity. I'm just reading this because it doesn't have any actual words to it. This site uses, yes, 12,000 mirrors, 12,000 different mirrors to focus the sun's rays. And it pretty much all puts into one singular point. And I'm guessing they're using this to boil water, turn some kind of turbine, something like that. This thing's glowing red ass hot. And a lot of people, I think, forget that China has a massive ass desert. And it says in hope, in hope to, to be a potential huge energy source of future green energy. Like China really cares about green energy. I find that very interesting that, they're doing this. I feel like some Western money has gone into just to get China to try this out. But, and they have, it looks like they have another one in the background in this clip here. This is from Sky News. You know, is this worse than do, building solar panels that are built from non-renewable technology and in that when you're, when you're done with them, you basically just fuck them off into a landfill Maybe, maybe there's something to that, but this, this, this kind of technology is going to cause different kinds of climate impacts. I don't see how it couldn't. You're heating up an area and sure it's focal, it's focal to, it's focalized on this one point that's heating up some kind of turbine or something like that. But what are the, what's the studies of how long this is? going to be able to last the mirrors alone. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I think there's, we already have kind of decent ways of producing energy in the world, but of course we're trying to save it or not use it. And then mostly using it to, you know, control people's movement and everything like that. This seems shady as shit and basically just like another hopeless means of producing energy, much like the, the wind, the wind turbines you see everywhere. It's just, it's not feasible at a, at a large scale. Sure. That produces some kind of energy, but how fucking much is it worth all that trouble? I would say probably, probably not. I came across a, a Fauci supercut about the the lab leak theory. I know that's kind of died down with some of the some of the other stuff going on in the news, but nonetheless, I think it's funny just um, how people have the time. Really, I wish I could do this to go through and piece all of these these people and Fauci and sixty minutes, all these different interviews talking about the lab leak theory. At the end of the day, are any of these people are any of these people going to be held accountable? No, there is no chance of that. Is this going to change the future in any way? Probably not. Anybody that got kicked off of any social media for right or wrong reasons, is I going to bring any of them back? No. So this all just 
you know, conspiracy people usually are, you know, six months or a couple years ahead of the curve on everything. And when we hear the Department of Energy, which I did, he, I did kind of figure this out. I don't know if this is the last show or the show before that, but I was trying to figure out why the Department of Energy was doing research into this. But supposedly they have a lot of their fingers into this kind of stuff for for many different reasons. Supposedly they have a bunch of scientists there, Department of Energy that's, you know, thinking that you can build these mirrors and uh, that'll that'll save the world. <laughs> by reflecting sunlight back to back to the the sky or something i don't know but supposedly that's why the part of energy was involved in with this newest maybe but not likely kind of thing so let's listen to this super cut of all these dumb dumb people saying stuff that we already knew and and now this is supposed to be shocking and and revelatory to everybody lab leak is a theory with no evidence whatsoever. There is zero evidence that this virus came out of a lab in China. I've heard these conspiracy theories, and like all conspiracy theories, they're just conspiracy theories. Dr. Anthony Fauci said today in an interview with National Geographic, quote, everything about the stepwise evolution over time strongly indicates that this virus evolved in nature and then jumped species. There was a study uh, recently that we can make available to you where a, a group of highly qualified evolutionary virologists look at the sequences there and the sequences in uh, bats as they evolve and the mutations that it took to get to the point where it is now is totally consistent with a jump of a species from an animal to a human. So, I mean, the, the paper will be available. I, I don't have the authors right now, but we can make that available too. Dr. Anthony Fauci rejected the conspiracy that coronavirus was man-made in a lab in Wuhan, China. Donald Trump is still pushing the debunked bunkum. Conspiracy theories on the internet. The conspiracy theory that has already been debunked. And I don't really know why these conspiracy theories get such traction. I think that people just have trouble understanding what's going on on the planet. Conservative talk show host Rush Limbaugh with zero proof suggesting a Chinese bioweapon lab is to blame. These conspiracy theories that it was leaked from the lab in Wuhan. This has been a huge distraction. One of Trump world's most favorite conspiracy theories, unsubstantiated theory that a government lab in Wuhan, China was the origin of the coronavirus outbreak. This theory that the virus was accidentally released from a lab in Wuhan, that's his new angle to feed the wing nuts, uh, to treat this virus like it was a conspiracy of some kind. Every day is a new, dangerous conspiracy theory. I mean, this is, this is serious stuff, folks. Don't worry about your ratings for one week. The conspiracy theory about COVID coming from a lab in Wuhan. Conspiracy theories. In a lab in Wuhan. Conspiracy theories. Conspiracy theories. This is amazing, too. We got a, another minute or so left. <clears throat> of how they're all using the same language, like those super cuts that we've played before on here, and you've heard in other places of where it's everybody saying the exact same thing. And there's no evidence for, for their for their hypothesis of it jumped from a bat to the human population, a, a, a respiratory virus from bats. I mean, it's just as preposterous as the the avian flu thing that everybody's freaking out about right now. All right, so here's one. The virus was bioengineered in a lab. There's no suggestion 
that this was cooked up in some sort of lab. Conspiracy theories over how the coronavirus pandemic began. The Wuhan lab, we know that it's been debunked that this virus was man-made or modified or anything like that. The far right has now found its own virus conspiracy theory. One theory that just won't go away is that this virus came from a Chinese lab. And the funniest thing, this is all like, you know, media people saying this too. But the only people that are trying that are debunking it necessarily to say for for them is Fauci and Peter Daszak, who are the people that from from clear financial evidence were funding this stuff with EcoHealth Alliance, Fauci with the NIH or whatever the hell his his uh, post was. Those are the only people saying like, no, nah, dude, this isn't happening. This did not come from a lab. Everybody. <laughs> everybody else like well you heard it from from peter and and from tony here this isn't the thing so shut the fuck up it didn't come from a lab it clearly came from bats now something you probably have heard from a certain corner of the right is this theory that the coronavirus quote escaped from the lab this coronavirus was not man-made that is not a possibility It, it came from a natural source it didn't come from a lab people looked at the genes they can't stop themselves because escape from a lab has such a kind of dystopian feel to it. The, uh, the idea that this virus escaped from a lab is just pure baloney. It's just not possible. And, and like you say, That's it's Peter's really a politicization right of, of the origins of a pandemic. And it's really unfortunate. I don't see any data for a lab leak. This could not have been artificially or deliberately manipulated. <laughs> well, I mean, you heard it. It's been debunked, right? If you say something enough and you believe it hard enough, then obviously it is true. And at the end of the day, does it does it matter? No, not really. Like I said before, it doesn't really matter because there's a chunk of the population that will never believe one one side of it or the other. And there's a lot of people to blame for that. But with with the, the findings from the Department of Energy, you know, it, it seems like, you know, that that the the lab leak theory has more momentum, but that doesn't change everything that happened. If anything, to me, the this kind of coming out with the Department of Energy is just another way to distract us from what the the federal government our federal government here in the united states the governments around the world from western world to the middle east to africa to the far east what they did to their populations of locking them down taking away their jobs not letting them live life i would say taking their kids out of school but at the end of the day i really don't know how bad of a thing that was besides the fact that it kind of stunted their I guess, growth of being introduced to other kids and, you know, that kind of natural normalization that people are used to for the last hundred years or so. But it's very much seems to me that this is just another, I guess, I guess a way just to, you know, keep you, keep you chasing your tail in a way, instead of focusing on what, what was done wrong in the, that we can prove the obvious stuff that went wrong during this. And it, it, that's, it's just, that's what it seems like to me. People can debate the lab stuff, you know, like I said, from, from it being a thing or not being a thing. But at the end of the day, we know who is to blame for the way 
people around the world were treated. So do not lose, lose sight of that at all. And some of that has to start. <laughs> this clip's kind of funny. I think this could be a troll, but it was on TikTok. I got a little bit of steam on Twitter and stuff about like, um, 350,000 views on this, this one video that I saw right here. <laughs> I, I'm to me, this feels like a troll, but you, you do what you want to do with this. But if I was ever smart enough and had enough, uh, I guess comedy skills, I would have totally made this video because it is hilarious. Y'all check this one out. This is, this will give you some, some laughs. I know I'm not exactly the voice that people need to be hearing right now. Um, in fact, I need more confirmation. At the, at the bottom of this video, it says he's starting another Holocaust. Prove me wrong. That this is real. I've gotten some, um, but I need more confirmation that this is real. Um, Trump supporters got an email that said that this email is for patriots only. You've been identified as one of President Trump's fiercest and most loyal defenders, and according to your donor file, you'd make an excellent addition to the Trump army. It goes on to tell them that they would get a limited edition camo Keep America Great hat <laughs> to let them know that you are the president's first line of defense when it comes to fighting off the liberal mob. <laughs> I don't know if you know... Hitler made Jews wear yellow stars. What? This feels like the reverse of that. It feels like the reverse of making the Jews wear yellow stars. <laughs> I am the the king of making the the wrong correlation with stuff, but holy shit. Can you imagine the <laughs> well, can't you just say that that it's like the, the Nazis um armband with a swastika on it or something like that instead of making the jews wear a star this is some of this makes me wonder how real of a, a video this is but I've, if this is comedy right here i love it this is pretty pretty damn funny i don't think trump's giving away hats either you probably have to donate like 300 dollars to get to get a hat i mean he was selling those bunk ass nfts <laughs> That look like basically bad copy and pasted AI art and shit like that. And I don't know if y'all really caught this. I, I didn't catch this until just a couple, like a week or two ago. If you won a, like the, one of the grand prizes or something like that, and you got to go meet Trump, that was all that was covered. And you still had to play, you still had to pay for your transportation there, your room and board. If you stayed at one at his hotel or anything like that, or at Mar-a-Lago, you had to tip the the staff and everything like that. You just won a chance to meet Trump. That was it. What if <laughs> that's how much Trump loves you? So I don't think Trump's giving away these fucking camo hats and all that kind of shit. It's all a grift. Everything is a grift, guys. I think Joe Biden would do something like that, but I think that would cause a lot of problems if the general public got to meet Biden. They could see how batshit crazy he is. Oh, and speaking of uh, Biden here, oh my lord, I found this uh, this clip here of 
J.B. Pritzker, the governor of Illinois, a state that has uh, Chicago in there, of course, where Lori Lightfoot just lost re-election because she was a raging, crazy cunt the first time in uh, like over 40 years, a governor, not governor, a mayor of Chicago hasn't won re-election. I can't really blame that on JB here, but I mean, <laughs> when your whole, if Chicago sucks, your whole state sucks then, because that's pretty much the only thing that's going on in Illinois. So JB Pritzker here thinks that nobody is going to run against Biden because he's doing such a great job. And of course, when we think of Biden doing a great job, it's not really Biden and it's not really going that well. But uh, let's listen to this. It's propaganda or it's mental illness. You take your pick on this one, because honestly, I kind of think it's both of them. I think you'll agree with me. So do you think he needs to make it official and say he's running so that there isn't more speculation or people considering other options? I don't think there's anybody that's serious that's actually considering running against Joe Biden because he's done such a great job. (laughs) Oh, my God. These people are elected officials. This is the state of the of the of the union, I guess, if you want to say if you want to call it a union anymore. I think there's hotly, hotly debated uh, controversy around that. And since JB is talking about how well Biden's doing, I mean, he's doing great. Inflation's under control. Uh, the, you know, the, the war thing, which we you know we can go into detail about that. Not today, but you know, that's going real well. The border's under control. You know, there's not some kind of seeming like terrorist attacks going on in Ohio and everything like that. We also have Biden here saying what's really going on with his with his state of mind and i think we can we can believe everything he says of course this taken out of context but when you're when you're doing this bad i've said this before why do you feel the need to to try to do this this comedy routine and make people laugh he's at some some gathering here i don't know what the hell this shit means but the I-A-F-F, I don't know. He's been doing a lot of stupid shit here lately, just um, just for press mostly. He walked across the, um, oh God, that, the, that bridge where Bloody Sunday happened at. I don't have that note in front of me, but he, he did that. The, the Pettus Bridge or some shit like that. <laughs> this is not a bad country for black people to live in it's not it's not it could be a hell of a lot worse you could they black people could live in china it's not a good place to live so i I think most people can agree that any race living in the united states it's pretty damn good here besides unless you live in a big city and you just get attacked by all kinds of people all the time it seems like or i mean of course that's what the media wants you to believe and honestly if you live in a heavily populated area i don't know why you want to do that because there's no chance of you surviving if anything like really bad happens some kind of natural disaster or war or you know anything like that but i am digressing let's listen to biden talking about um i think he just had some kind of cognitive test and 
and I'm assuming it went really great because they gave him a, a you know, like a five star rating on his mental health. But yet he's out here trying to be fucking um, out here trying to be a comedian. And I had uh, these terrible headaches. Was diagnosed with having a, a uh, anyway. They had to take the top of my head off a couple times, <laughs> see if I had a brain. <laughs> okay. And the the last part that's not what really bothers me. It's the I I was diagnosed with having a anyway. They had to take off the top of my head. Like he does the simplest words escape this man. I'm sure our vice president I'm sure she's doing better, right? She is definitely out there being being the second greatest option in case Joe Biden doesn't run. And she's not out there laughing like she has escaped a, a mental asylum herself where they had to take off the top of her head. Surely that is not the case and the case in making up more lies. What's up with these people in their lies? Joe Biden lies all the time, especially when he says, I'm not joking or when, or yeah, if he says like, I'm not joking or, you know, Joey, uh, my dad said Joey or something like that. I can't remember the other tells that he has, but it's just always lying, 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 lying. Like there's no way this story is true from Kamala Harris. Like she said something like she stole a story. I can't remember what the hell it was, but she was like standing next to her mom and there's some kind of uh, black March or something like that. And she said, I told my mom freedom. And then that story was ripped off from somebody else. Clearly. And supposedly one day she came home and told her mom this story. Um, I grew up learning about, we, we called it ecology at the time. <laughs> and so some of us who were born around that time know what I'm saying. <laughs> and, um, and Why is everything so funny? I'd like to live in this world where everything is a fucking comedy routine. And we talked about it in the context of conservation in fact i'm going to share with you a very simple story which is that i went home one day and i said well what's why are conservatives bad mommy because i thought we were supposed to conserve things (laughs) i couldn't reconcile it now i can (laughs) oh my god that is a hoot guys I, i don't i'm sorry if i don't seem that impressed by that story but conservation and conservatives those aren't even the same thing okay yeah i mean this is what we're dealing with this this is what's going on these days wow i feel very very encouraged with everything that's going on right but it doesn't stop there of course how could it because, I mean, Joe Biden, he's talking about getting his head pulled off and Kamala Harris is lying and getting conservation and conservatives mixed up. But surely we have our press secretary, right? She's she's getting this shit figured out. She has got this nailed down. Biden's doing great, great work on the border here. Let's listen to KGP. Karine Jean-Pierre Van Damme Jean-Claude asswipe here. 
So cartels kill Americans on this side of the border with drugs, and now they're killing Americans on the other side of the border with guns. Why is President Biden so comfortable with cartels operating so close to the U.S.? Well, let's be very clear. Let me take on the drug part here, because since you brought this up, um, because of the work that this president has done, because of what we've done specifically on fentanyl. Whoa. Let me back this up real quick, because I was zoning off watching her face look. She's just like looking around the room, not paying any attention. Of course, it's Peter Ducey asking the questions, and I mean, he's just another, he's just another reporter, so. So, cartels kill Americans on this side of the border with drugs, and now they're killing Americans on the other side of the border with guns. Why is President Biden so comfortable with cartels operating so close to the U.S.? Well, let's. Okay, so, of course, yeah, okay, the first part he's talking about is fentanyl, and then the second part he's talking about is. I guess uh, it was like a day or two ago, there was four uh, U.S. citizens kidnapped in some part of Mexico. I can't remember which part. I don't really have that story, but uh, two of them ended up dead. Two ended up uh, being rescued and brought back to or brought to Texas. But of course, we know we're going to kind of dodge that and we'll maybe we'll get into that after this clip. But let's listen to what uh, KJ. KJP has to say. To be very clear, let me take on the drug part here, because since you brought this up, um, because of the work that this president has done, because of what we've done specifically oh, on the fentanyl work he's doing, at the guys. border, it's at historic lows, historic levels uh, that we have been able to uh, record a number of personnel working to secure the border. Because Whoa, <laughs> let me back that up. They've recorded a record low level of people working at the border? Is that what I just heard? Or am I losing my mind? Uh, that we have been able to uh, record a number of personnel working to secure the border because of what we've been able to do. Seizing that fentanyl. Oh, because they, they have less people there because they're doing such a good job. Okay. Uh, we've done it in a historic way. That's because of what this president has done. I just talked about 23,000 federal agents that have been able to be, uh, uh, that we've been able to hire and put at the border to secure the border. On top of that, historic sanctions going after traffickers and other financiers are helping disrupt fentanyl supply chains throughout their flow to the U.S. And we're, we're really expanded access to treatments like uh, that are saving lives, if you think about it. I think you can get now get Narcam over the counter. That's how well this is going. Of course, there is that aspect of everybody's saying that fentanyl is coming from China, which it might be, but that's a little bit more of that China rhetoric. 23,000 federal agents at the border. That seems to be really helping a lot. <laughs> this... And the numbers they're using, I'm just saying that jokingly, the numbers they're using of like how this is lower is from those be like, oh, from, you know, like two months ago, it's gone down, you know, like uh, 300 people or a thousand people or something like that. Meanwhile, like it, it was so high before then that if they just decrease it a little bit, all of a sudden that small decrease, they just point to that instead of like where it actually actually began at. It's just another way of manipulating the way you cover these numbers, right? It's it's just pointing out like with inflation. The I think last month it was like six percent, and they're saying 
that's lower than what it was last year. But that 6% is on top of what it was last year. So, so say last year it was 7% and now it's 6%. Shit, that's still 13% over what it used to be. And people are too stupid to, to line this stuff up together. So whenever you do get into a, a debate with any kind of idiot out there, they'll, they'll repeat these talking points. And while if you take that segment, yeah, okay, so it is lower. But is it lower than when it began? And no, it's not. Which prevent overdoses expanding as uh, as our fentanyl test strips. Uh, and through the removal of the X waiver, anyone registered to pres- prescribe controlled medications can now uh, prescribe life-saving medication to treat addiction. So again, we are seizing fentanyl at record historic levels because of what the, because of the, of what the president. Okay. <clears throat> so the way we're fixing it is just providing ways of detecting fentanyl and uh, giving Narcam out over the counter, pretty much. Like, your insurance is going to start covering that shit. But we're doing great, guys. We're doing awesome. And this one I found kind kind of weird because England has turned into another shithole of just liberal takeover and uh rishi sunak the the p the new pm after liz trust got kicked out after the Nord Stream debacle he seems like he is going after muslims and other people africans coming over the english channel on boats let's check out this clip because this doesn't seem very uh on par for what the the british are usually doing so maybe they're getting tired of immigration because it seems like europe's being overran and it's not a racist thing to say that it's clear it's clearly obvious when you look at paris and london berlin all these kind of major western european cities that have just turned into it seems like shitholes is like they all look like skid row in los angeles so if, if England, if they start pr- protecting their their borders better, which, I mean, it should be a little easier if it's on boat, right? It seems like that could be easier. You can't really hide unless you're building a submarine to go across, go across the English Channel. It seems like going through Mexico is a lot easier. So, I mean, we do have a little bit more of a, an obstacle to cover there, but it's kind of been told, it seems like, to the whole third world if you come through the mexican border that it's pretty chill over here so we'll let's see what the, the english are doing today we are introducing legislation to make clear that if you come here illegally you can't claim asylum you can't benefit from our modern slavery protections you can't make spurious human rights claims and you can't stay we will detain those who come here illegally and then remove them in weeks either to their own country, if it is safe to do so, or to a safe third country like Rwanda. And once you are removed... Rwanda? Holy shit. (laughs) That's not close at all. They'd be like, we're going to ship those motherfuckers to Spain. Nobody's really living in Spain or something like that. I don't know. That's to be like, we're going to ship your ass to Ukraine. There we go. Says Spain will ship you to Ukraine. You will be banned 
as you are in America and Australia, from ever re What? Who's getting banned from the United States? I don't think anybody is. ...entering our country. This is how we will break the business model of the people smugglers. This is tough, but it is necessary, and it is fair. Now, I understand there will be debate about the toughness of these measures. All I can say is, we have tried it every other way, and it has not worked. So I say again, my policy is very simple. It is this country and your government who should decide who comes here, not criminal gangs. I wonder if this is just kind of grandstanding in a way, just, uh, just to kind of show, maybe say that they're doing something to their public, but in the meantime, they're still busting in everybody from, from around the world. We, we see this in the United States and in other countries too, where they put on these, on these facades of, of that they're taking a big stand against these problems, but in the meanwhile, they're still backdooring people in. I'm sure that's kind of the case, unless he has that much pressure on him to where he's taking some kind of a stand. And that's the that's the hard part about trying to figure out what's going on in the world because there is basically every possibility is on the table. I guess time will tell, but. Sunak here, he doesn't seem like he's really like a a British first kind of guy. So I'm assuming there's some kind of backdoor workaround that they're that they got going on. I, I think we should all take this this opportunity with all these illegals coming in and we're looking for bodies to throw at the at the Russians. So <laughs> if you come here illegally, we're going to ship your ass to Ukraine. We'll give you a an AK forty seven or whatever we're giving them. I guess we might be giving them AR fifteens, M fours, or whatever. And you know, we'll tell you good luck. How about we just give them like a claymore strapped to the front of them and tell them if they get close enough to pull the cord on it or something. I think that would be a good use of it. And parts part parts of me wonder sometimes if that's what what we're trying to increase our population for if we're trying to go to war against like India and China at the same time in Russia. I think that's kind of a far stretched idea, but you can't really take anything off the table. And speaking of the, the the war, speaking of the war with Russia, we got some other news in the Nord Stream pipeline case here, which I find to be quite quite silly the wall street journals coming in after who is that uh seymour hirsch came out with his report that you know kind of just stated what everybody knew but supposedly had some more kind of contacts with people and he has a little bit more figured out of where they where the hell did it go oh here we go the federal government has taken note of the latest New York Times report on the the pipeline sabotage. Basically, they're just saying new intelligence suggests that a pro-Ukrainian group carried off the attack on the Nord Stream pipeline last year, according to a new story from the New York Times. The intel doesn't name any member of a group, but suggests they were opponents of Vladimir Putin. Okay. <laughs> What the fuck is the United States? Are they not pro-Ukrainian? 
Are they not in, uh, opponents of Vladimir Putin? Okay. Hell of a take, New York Times. Wow. Okay. So the hits just keep on coming with that one. Why don't you just come out and say it? Are we mad that Germany, or do we think Germany will be mad about it? Now we sabotage their industry and, or maybe Germany asked us to do it because Germans were starting to protest about the, the coming power bills and shit like that. So maybe they're like, you know what? Just fucking blow up the pipeline. So that way they can't bitch about us turning it back on. I think some of that can come into, can come into question because I don't see why they wouldn't. It seems like some shit that the United States or any other country would do, right? Somebody's bitching about something. You know what? Just fucking blow it up. You know, <laughs> these motherfuckers can't ask for eggs if all the eggs are, are destroyed or whatever. You know, I can see it going down that way. I can see it going down that way. That's all I'm saying. A couple more stories before we get to the cherry on top of today's show. I don't know what to think about this. I mean, I, I know a lot of people are going to have ideas about it. I, I don't talk about the vaccine that much anymore, but there's there's something going on here. It seems like uh, there's a mystery as Australians dying at a level not seen in 80 years and UK might be seeing the same phenomenon. The Sun reports phenomenon. Let's read this real quick. More than 174,000 deaths were registered in Australia in 20. 22, 12% more than was predicted. And some of this, I mean, I know I was just kind of just throwing out the vaccine there, but it doesn't have to be that, that I want, I want to say crazy. I'm trying to think of the right word, but it doesn't have to be necessarily that it doesn't have to be that because what did they do? They kept people out of the hospital for years. So we don't know if some of this was missed checkups. We don't know what exactly caused this. Like I said, we can point to the vaccines, but I think sometimes these answers are a lot more simple and we can still hit the government on them, hit the governments on them, right? The governments are the ones that chose to shut down the hospitals. Unless you were had COVID or, you know, you had your fucking arm cut off or your leg cut off and you're bleeding to death. Then you could go to the hospital. So I don't think you have to go to the extremes to prove your point. You can hit them with the shit that makes sense and it will still be as devastating. That's all I'm saying. You take it how you want it, want to, but... I think you can get to the same conclusion if you just make sane, rational arguments and you can get people on your side. You don't have to go for the haymaker. You can work the body. It'll get the fucking job done, guys. All I'm saying. All right. I know I said we had a couple more stories and we do just have two more stories now. There are more train derailments going on. There's more factories on fire. There was a chemical plant explosion in Cincinnati, Ohio. There was a train crashed into a dump truck in Cleveland, Ohio. I didn't collect all these over the last week or so, but every day it seems like there's fucking something going on in Ohio. 
I know there was one thing I saw that was in North Carolina. I didn't bring that really into the mix until I just said that, but are we, are we under attack or is everybody just, just fucking stupid? I'm surprised I haven't heard the vaccine come into this where all these people are having like vaccidents all of a sudden and now they're crashing trains and dump trucks and setting factories on fire because of the fucking COVID vaccine. I haven't heard that one yet, but I'm assuming that that's um, on the way shit. Hopefully I don't start that trend, but there's something going on. Is it decaying infrastructure? Is it just negligence? Is there terrorists operating in the United States? If it is terrorist, you'll never hear about it. Just because for the simple fact that the government would never admit to that, that we've had this breach. We got these borders. Seems like they're wide open. I mean, I live in Texas, but I live hours and hours and hours away from the border, and I don't personally feel like going down there and checking it out. There's already a lot of uh, Hispanic people here, if you will, which is, uh, I mean, I'm not a a racist or a a bigoted person or anything like that, but, you know, we got those, those, (laughs) we got those people here already. We, um, you know, we have, you know, I I can't tell, but if I was going to invade a country and they have their borders open, it seems like a logical way to go about it. I don't know why they would start doing it in Ohio rather than doing it in a more of a, a southern state. I mean, I think Ohio has a lot of rivers and a decent sized farming community there. Maybe that would be kind of the, the reason to do that in Ohio. I don't know. Maybe they do have the elf governor. He doesn't seem like he's too tough, but our governor in Texas, he's in a wheelchair, so he can't, uh, he can't stand up for anything. No offense to in wheelchairs, of course. Like I have to say that. Just fucking, just trying to be funny. Just trying to be funny. But there's something going on in Ohio. I think maybe the next show I'll try to put like a whole list of that shit together and we'll, we'll go through it. But something, something's not right there. I don't know if it's the news. Maybe the news is just zoomed in on it a bunch. Could be. Then we got Antifa or we, yeah, I guess they're calling it Antifa. I don't know what you call this either in Atlanta attacking this this uh SPLC facility i heard it i've heard this place represented as a police or a cop city for training purposes i think there was a killing or something like that in atlanta here recently i cannot keep up with with all of this they set fire to uh some kind of a tractor or something like that some kind of piece of heavy equipment i mean who cares I mean, I don't think you should be doing this, but we're going to get into, I mean, that seems just about as bad as the the next thing we're going to get into. They also threw fireworks, Molotovs, attacked this facility in broad daylight. It looked like quite a few people overran it. They're all dressed in black and shit like that, but this is not a big deal. If you go to the Capitol, that's a big deal, but. And what are the police doing in Atlanta? I don't know. I hate both of these groups. I mean, I don't hate the police, but I think they need to be reformed, of course. But Antifa and the police, I mean, just let them fucking fight it out already. I don't care. 
I'm really tired of, of messing with it. Just let them go in and get it over with, see who comes out on top and then we'll go from there. Right. And then of course you got people on the right, on the, on the, on the right saying that this is an insurrection and, it's just that same tick for tack kind of bullshit that's always going on. Nobody's really thinking about this in a broader spectrum than just, you know, trying to one up each other and and nobody really seems to care about the, the the thoughts that make the most sense or anything like that. It's always just who can ever get the easiest point, who can get the easiest layup and everything. So <sighs> I guess we'll see what more comes out of this, but probably nothing's really gonna gonna really change this. I mean, Atlanta's a pretty democratic city, and um, I think Brian Kemp, he's the governor of Georgia. What is he gonna do? Probably not a lot. So you can go attack police stations, but you do not you do not attack the halls of democracy. Okay, let's get to the main point for today's show. And Tucker's out there looking through, or I guess his team, Tucker's not looking through this video, really. His team is looking through this video that was given to him by Kevin McCarthy. A lot of people on the on the left, like at CNN, MSNBC, CBS, all that shit, we played those clips just the other day when we were told that they were going to be giving this to, to Fox news and they were all throwing a fit like, Hey, let us see it. The Democrats were in charge of the house representatives where they were doing the January 6th hearings. And Oh my God, I just want to beat my head against the wall. Yeah. This is even a thing still to this day. I mean, I've, there's a lot of angles to it, of course, but, the Democrats, they made their, try to make hay, political hay out of this by doing this committee, you know, calling everybody insurrectionists, Chuck Schumer saying that this was his worst thing or as bad of a thing as 9-11 or Pearl Harbor. Like they made this into a big deal, right? It was, it was a thing that happened. Yeah. Were there people fighting with the police in certain areas around the Capitol? Yeah. But I would also say that the police maybe started it when people started gathering and that kind of instigated stuff. And you also could have had uh, agent provocateurs starting to fight with police. And you'll see, you'll get some other people seeing that and then they'll kind of go and join in. Monkey see, monkey do. There's a lot of Trump supporters out there. I don't really think that they are the are, are playing with like a full deck of cards most of them i live in texas <laughs> i see my fair share of them so if you do get people going attacking the police you'll get some other guys that were there for the for r- the right reasons you'll get them going on and then you also see video of where the police are just letting people in and they go they go after Basically, both groups of people the same. And that does not make sense. If the police let you into a place, you, it really shouldn't be that big of a deal. Give them a ticket. Give them tic- a ticket or some shit like that, at most. Maybe put them on probation. Make them go 
clean fire trucks or some shit like that. I know that used to be a thing. <laughs> if you got like in a, a little bit of trouble, you go shoplift some stuff and they'd give you, uh, some kind of public, public service kind of shit like that. Right. But that's not how it works anymore. If you do anything that's against the establishment, the Democrats and Republicans are pretty much both in agreement on this. I mean, there's a couple of people out there that I really can't support, like Marjorie Taylor Greene, Lauren Boebert, Matt Gates. These people, I think they're, I think they're too brainwashed by Trump. I mean, some of the stuff they come up with is not the worst ideas, but it's also ideas just to get people to to sympathize with them or something like that. And there's no way any of their, their ideas are going to go through and get anything done. I mean, I could be like, hey, <laughs> I'm going to, you know, say I'm already elected into Congress. Like, hey, I'm going to give everybody free uh, he, she, he, and he, her <laughs> bars or whatever the fuck they're called. I'm going to give everybody this, these, uh, these chocolate bars and shit like that. I'm going to sign a bill and everybody's going to get their free chocolate bar. You know, okay, no, but it's not going to pass. I mean, it might, but I can come up with these crazy ideas and it's just pandering. It's pandering. It's a grift. And these people do it the same. Maybe they're in their heart. They believe in it, but you're never going to get crazy shit done like that. So those are the people that are, you know, kind of trying to get or asking, you know, to get the January 6th stuff out there in the open a little bit more. And like I say, Kevin McCarthy gave it to Tucker, all this kind of stuff. But I think for the most part, you can kind of see who is more of your your rhino Republicans and your your dino, I guess, dino Democrats. They're all kind of, all the Democrats kind of suck, it seems like. But when you get Mitch McConnell out here saying that this is not necessary when, I mean, he's not a Trump guy or anything like that. And I mean, who is these days? There's, I guess there's a couple, but. Let's listen to Mitch McConnell say that this was a mistake, that this was given to um, to Tucker Carlson. Well, I say Tucker Carlson the wrong way, but a lot of people have ideas about Tucker. Could be CIA, used to be on CNN and shit like that, but that's when CNN was a little bit more in the middle. It's not these days, but I've got some other ideas we're going to kick around. Let's play a couple of these clips. We're going to bounce between Republican and uh, Democrat senators and Congress people and all that fun shit. With the Capitol Police's very serious concerns about the release of this footage, was it a mistake by Speaker McCarthy to give access to Tucker Carlson of this security footage? My uh, concern is how it was depicted, which is a different issue. Clearly, the chief of the Capitol Police, in my view, correctly describes what most of us witnessed firsthand on January 6th. So that's my reaction to it. Um, it was a mistake, in my view, for Fox News to depict this in a way that's completely at variance with what our chief law enforcement official here at Capitol thinks. Okay, I can't stand too much of this. <laughs> we might cut this shorter. Because it does make me, it makes me angry. Because the whole narrative is just so fucked up. There's somebody wearing a mask in the background over there in this picture. The Brian Sicknick thing. 
there's video. It seems like that supposedly he was hit in the head with a fire extinguisher, but he's out walking around after that event happened. And then they say that these other Capitol police died from this, but like most of them committed suicide or heart had heart attacks days and weeks later. Only person there that died that day, Ashley Babbitt. There's some conspiracy people that think that that was a, that that was a fake. I don't know too many of them these days that believe that, but that's a thing that's out there. Whatever you want to believe on January 6th, that shit happened. And what is Fox News depicting? I think that old turkey neck is mad about is. I'm thinking it's the video. Supposedly there's more video that Fox is putting out tonight. We'll see what that does. But they're all pissed off about the video showing Capitol Police escorting around the QAnon shaman. Who was that? I think it was Ben Shapiro today. He was talking about the shaman or something like that. I don't know what the fuck he was talking about. I say shaman. Could be wrong, but that's the way I like to say it. Of him walking around and they're trying to open doors for him. And they were like, oh God, the police were just trying to go along with it. And in some of these videos, no shit. It's just the QAnon shaman and like two police. And then at one point they walk past a group of police just standing around. The Capitol is being invaded and there's just like fucking five police dudes just standing around in the hallway. It looks like they're just shooting the shit while the dude in horns is walking around. So is some of it cherry picked? I don't know. I don't, I don't think so in that context. What's the context right there? I mean, it's fucking video. I don't know how you change the context of video when you're playing clips of cops leading around this guy that's supposedly the, the icon of the whole fucking day. <laughs> Why don't they just arrest him? The dude's a fucking actor. I mean, like, used to be in the, the military, which doesn't mean that he's, you know, maybe he's like, was like a fucking Navy SEAL and he could just judo hand chop him to death with one finger or some shit. But I don't think that this guy was that big of a threat. And he was even talking about how one of the clips, I didn't pull any of them because it's this episode. I don't, I don't have fucking three hours to do this shit. But if I start play, playing the clips of the QAnon shaman of uh, him basically under some kind of impression that the police were were there to aid them that day so i'm kind of getting this feeling that you could have these agent provocateurs start this fight you know against police if the police just let everybody in and they start walking around and all this kind of shit you don't get the same effect so you need some people to go in and start battling with the police to break in. Well, on other sides of the building, the police let these dudes in. And and then those people, like the QAnon shaman, think the police are working with them. You can see how there's like so many different like operations going on. Like so many some people got told different stories, or they're playing for different teams of different like intelligence agencies or some shit like that. I don't know, I have the right word for it, but you could see that being a thing, right? That could be something that's going on there. <laughs> this is really funny. Uh, Chuck Schumer here. I got to start, stop obliviating and get to the point here. 
All right, Chuck Schumer on Fox News. Tucker Carlson is a propagandist publicly pretending to be a newsman. We know that we know that Fox News knows Mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. Rupert Murdoch knows and that he knows that they're liars, that they're propagandists, that they're destroying America for some kind of monetary or other advantage. We've heard in federal court that he's paid by Fox News. That Rupert yes. Murdoch specifically paid by Fox News. has asked them to promote a particular point of view, regardless of the facts. I don't know how true like the Project Veritas stuff was and all that kind of shit, but he had interviews with people or whatever you want to call them, honeypots, with people where with CNN people where they were like, yeah, we're going to start promoting this or that. And we're going to start doing climate change now that Trump's out of office. It's the, it's the pot calling the kettle black here. This man didn't just embrace the big lie. Ratings. It's all for fucking ratings. He was one of the loudest voices perpetuating it. Chief cook and bottle washer of the big lie after Donald Trump. The big lie. All the while knowing it was a big lie. What has happened? See, this is... This is it's all this kind of circular kind of weird shit with the the dominion stuff we talked about that just the other week did that get released all those texts and stuff about them not believing um lynn woods and uh god what was the other that other bitch's name i can't think of it at the moment but i can't think of it it's not that big of a deal but you can kind of see like this all kind of coalescing and kind of becoming this this thing of i mean who trusts fox news all that much i mean is it slightly more credible than the other news outlets out there not not really i don't trust any of these people and you shouldn't trust them either you shouldn't trust the government you should just trust what you see and hear you should (laughs) you shouldn't believe any of this shit i mean there's just these clips just keep on going on and on. You can see this this correlation between both of these these groups in the government that want to have this apparatus around the country of where they control everything. You see, hear, do, think, smell, taste, all that kind of crazy shit. And if you go against it even just a little bit, they'll they'll strike you down. Or They'll give you stuff to radicalize you or whatever they want to call it to get a reaction out of you. We're going to play one more clip and then we're going to kind of wrap up this this J6 video evidence, you know. And, And first of all, this should have been given to the American public in the first place. Supposedly, we pay for that. We've paid for that. We pay these people. We pay for their security. They were voted by us supposedly so why can't we have access to all of the video that day and the democrats could have did this it seems like with their their uh their j6 hearing they could have just released this video themselves but they wanted to i guess paint a picture maybe they're just trying to use that for the midterms and then now they can just use it in a different way to try to get a reaction out of people get more people to do train crashes and shit like that i don't know these possibilities are endless with this. This is so, it's kind of fun in that way, right? Because we don't really know. (laughs) 
Here's Republican Senator Tom Tillis reacts to Tucker Carlson releasing never before seen January 6th footage. It's a uniparty, baby. This is a quick clip. Is um, is this a lie? I think it's bull. I was down there and I saw maybe a few tourists, a few people who got caught up in things. But when you see police barricades breached, when you see police officers assaulted, all of that, or you had to be in close proximity to it. If you were just a tourist, you should have probably lined up at the visitor center and came in on. an. Oh, God. Okay. These people were in fear of their life, their lives. Yeah, it's worse than 9-11, guys. It's worse than Pearl Harbor. It was the most dangerous day ever for our democracy. I mean, our uh, democratic republic. It's not a democracy. Okay, last clip here for sure. Then we'll wrap this up. This is... Our fearless, brave news. Oh, not news. What the hell am I talking about? Press secretary. Here we go. It's getting late. KJP, take it away. Last night, Tucker Carlson cherry picked a video surveillance from the January 6th insurrection, severely downplaying the Leading the witness, day. Your Honor. He said the mob was orderly and meek and that they were tourists instead of insurrectionists. What's your response to Carlson and to Speaker Kevin McCarthy, who granted. What's the difference between them calling them tourists and everything like that and CNN standing in front of a burning building saying hey, it, it's mostly it's fiery, but mostly peaceful. What's the fucking difference? It's all propaganda for both sides. Whatever side you want to be on, there's propaganda and access to that video. Um, anybody who watched that video would strongly degree, disagree. Anybody who watched that video uh, in a. I was With fucking terrified watching it last night. Way, Not really. And saw I don't what watch happened on that day. Tucker. Would would disagree with what was just stated. Um, the president has been very clear. January 6th was the worst attack on our democracy since the Civil War, and we should be focused wow. on making sure that never happens again. And wow. so we Civil are War. Uh, we agree. I know um, uh, Minority Leader and uh, uh, and uh, Senator Schumer have already said this, and would hope that keeping the Capitol and Congress safe and secure remains uh, Congressional Leader's number one goal, and that should be our focus, and that should be what should be considered here. Um, and uh, again, it was one of the darkest days of our democracy, and all you have to do is watch those videos and see how horrific it was, see how sad it was see an attack on the Capitol, which should not be happening. <laughs> it was a fucking attack on the Capitol. All right. I just Googled how many people died in the Civil War. Something that uh, one person died on January 6th. <laughs> All right. I just pulled this up. I trust this if you want to. History History.com, historychannel.com, basically. The Civil War was the deadliest. I can't wait for this to be re rewritten. Rewrit, however you want to say this. Oh, this was published January 6, 2022. Oh, no. All right, so they probably changed some numbers in here because it was a year after then. That's very interesting. The Civil War was the deadliest of all American wars. No one disagrees with that, but how many died has long been a matter of debate. For more than a century, most accepted estimates of 6, 620,000 people. Here we go died 
a specific figure of 618,222 is often cited with uh, 360,222 Union deaths and 258,000 Confederate deaths. And it kind of goes on from there. But 620,000 people died. Wow. Okay. So is there a comparison there? I would think not. And what should you take away from all of this stuff? Is that basically this has been used as a cudgel. It's been used as a wedge issue, I guess, if you want to. Is Tucker right? Is CNN right? Are the Republicans or the Democrats right? No, they're all wrong. They're all wrong. Now, what would be right is to just give us all this evidence. I don't know how exactly that would be parsed out, but I'm sure there's people in the independent media that would start working their way through some of this video. I'm sure there's way you could use AI algorithms to sort through all the videos where there's nothing happening that could probably chop out a lot of time. Let us see for ourselves. Don't use just the, the small quick cuts and shit like that, where you see 20 people fighting a couple cops on a barricade. How about we investigate everybody not investigate Maybe that's the wrong word, but why don't, why is there some people that have walked away from this? Like the, the Ray Epps dude, I don't want to just use that guy as willy nilly here, but he's the only one I can really think of at the moment of where (laughs) it's like, we got to go in the Capitol like, oh God, this guy, he was just, he was just under duress that day and the day before, <laughs> before January 6th. Why don't we get the whole picture here? And why can't people be honest that January 6th was not as bad <laughs> as the Civil War? January 6th was nothing. It was nothing to me. And these people in the left that they talk about, you know, how they're being oppressed and everything like that. I don't believe that they actually think that the government is that big of a sacred thing to them. They don't care about democracy. Most of them are fucking communist. And they want to act like people going into the Capitol is that big of a deal. They just use it as as a weapon to further their agenda, basically. That's what it's all about. Who wants to push their agenda? Meanwhile, you have people in jail, for most of them, for doing nothing wrong really and those people are the ones i feel sorry for the most i have a couple friends of mine i would say that are ones in jail and one's going to jail soon for this stuff and there's some people going to jail for fucking like six years for this shit that's insane those are the people that i feel sorry for I don't care about this stupid building. I don't care about people getting pushed around or people putting their feet on their desk or people walking around willy nilly with, with horns or anything like that. And this is just political ammo and they use the American people to further their agenda like they always do. And they don't care whose lives they ruin. They do not care. And that is what our government is about. So with that said, we're going to get out of here. By we, I mean me. We'll catch you next time here on The Cole Report. Y'all have a great, great day. We will see you next time. And remember, 
Don't let the door hit you where Joe Biden wants to split you. Peace, bitches. We'll catch y'all later. Goodbye.